McDonald's ice cream machines are giving the chain a headache. Domino's has hit a rough patch, and Applebee's is taking a different approach to growth. This is RB Daily, your quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Heather Lally, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. McDonald's ice cream headache continues to get worse. Kitsch, a software company created to help franchisees of the burger brand know when their ice cream machines don't work, has filed a $900 million lawsuit against the company. It argues that McDonald's pushed it out of business after discovering franchisees were increasingly using the software. McDonald's, for its part, calls the lawsuit baseless. Meanwhile, Jack in the Box poked fun at the Burger Giant's ice cream machine problems by taking over the McBroken website, which highlights what McDonald's locations don't have working machines. Domino's has hit a pothole after years of smooth driving, or so says Arby's Jonathan Mays, who notes in his bottom line blog that the pizza chain is undergoing some major upheaval as its sales have faltered of late because of a driver shortage and what its executives say is the waning impact of government stimulus programs. The company is also changing management after Rich Allison, who has been CEO for four years, retired, ceding the position to company president Russell Weiner. Wiener was chief marketing officer in 2009 when Domino's came out with its famous campaign admitting its old pizza recipe was bad. That campaign helped ignite a 13-year run in which the chain became one of the industry's most admired companies. The CEO at that time was David Brandon, now the company chairman who will become executive chairman in May, taking a more direct role in the company's operations. Applebee's is returning to growth mode, but it will look a bit different than it has in the past. After pruning about 300 underperforming restaurants from the system, the franchisor will start opening new ones again this year, with development set to escalate annually. New stores will include its traditional 6,000 square foot boxes, but will also feature ghost kitchens, smaller footprints, and even drive throughs as the chain looks to serve more off-premise guests. Two U.S. senators want to know if the SBA would consider forgiving loans made to franchisees of bad franchises. The Democrats, Catherine Cortez Mastow and Elizabeth Warren, are asking the SBA's commissioner, Isabel Guzman, for detailed information on the steps the agency takes when franchisors are found to have engaged in deceptive practices. They suggest that the agency could provide some relief in cases like that of Burgerim, which has been sued by the FTC and fined by the state of California after being accused of deceiving more than 1,500 people into buying the franchise. More than 100 of those operators took out SBA loans worth about $38 million. The vast majority of operators never were able to open a store, and many who did have since closed. Potbelly has big growth goals. Since its birth 45 years ago, the Chicago-based sandwich chain has based its business on a portfolio of largely urban, company-owned stores. That strategy is about to change. Potbelly executives told investors late Wednesday that the 443-unit Fast Casual intends to grow to 2,000 restaurants in the next 8 to 10 years while becoming an 85% franchised system. Employees of another regional coffee chain have asked federal regulators for clearance to form a union. Baristas at four-unit Good Karma in Philadelphia are following the playbook that led to the unionization of similar operations such as Darwin's Limited in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and Collectivo Coffee Shop in Milwaukee and Chicago. They initially asked Good Karma owner Sean Nesbitt to voluntarily recognize a new union. When they failed to get a response, according to the union proponents, they went ahead and petitioned the National Labor Relations Board for permission to hold a union. 
The workers' group would be an affiliate of Workers United, the same labor force that's supporting efforts to unionize Starbucks. And that'll do it for today's edition of RB Daily. Find a new episode every weekday wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Koskowski. And I'm Heather Lally. Have a great day. 